Greetings, bloggers, vloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dusty Stasky with another edition, another vlog. You're here again this week. It is uh, the uh, right after New Year's. And I guess with the New Year's, if we keep on progressing and we keep making developments of things in my journey as an autistic person, I am starting to come to the trans to the um, realization that I struggle with transitions, even as an autistic 37-year-old man. And that is a big revelation for me this week. I think the part of it is the the part of revel the revelation is is knowing the culprit of why I struggle with my heightened anxiety and what fuels my anxiety, rather than what I think the other culprits are, such as the events that that I along thought that evolved uh, in the the course of why I was developing anxiety. And it took me a long time uh, to to come to this realization because we have, I, over the course of 20 years of therapy as an adult and many years before it, it had to take the piecing together that there was really nothing wrong with any of the other uh, elements that I was in, that else, uh, even in elements outside of my home, there was none, there were no issues, there were no, there were no barriers. There's nothing wrong. I'm not treated uh, unethically, unmorally. The fact is I'm being treated safe, but yet I always have this sense of heightened anxiety that at one time I thought it was always a Sunday thing because I didn't want to go and start the work week or I didn't, or I, and I still do struggle with that. But I think seeing it in a different light will hopefully put a different perspective on it I understand that it's just the fear of getting out the door. And I know I've spoken on this on TikTok earlier, and I hope I, I have and transferred some of my followers from that community to come over here to my YouTube to, to learn more about my struggle with it. And, you know, it's taken me a long time, and I've never really, as a person in my 30s, have never put up together all the pieces of when I struggled with something, such as transition. And when we're talking transition in the autistic community, we're talking about the fact having to move from one activity or one thing to the next. And primarily, as far as my issue with transition is the fact of uh, coming out of something that is not safe, um, such as my home, such as something I know where I can put, I have a lot of predictability and a lot of uh, control over, Versus when I have to leave the house or leave leave the house in general and do things that um, do not uh, contain a, a great deal of um, control, that I, I do not have control and there could be a great deal of unpredictability. Uh, there are different things, each different thing that I do outside of my house uh, comes with a different weight of unpredictability and control. Un inability to control. Therefore, it, depending on uh, said activity, it can, it can cause more of a flare-up of anxiety versus another. And, you know, it causes, I think it's come to the point, you know, where I'm realizing this anxiety is a continual thing. And as I've adulted and be more and more on my own, being away from all the triggering situations over the years 
checking with family. And then we had, you know, the issues with not medicating or not taking my medicine or my medicine regimen. And now we're in a point where my behaviors are not even my behaviors, my my emotional state uh, of anger and frustration is more of a 90% good and a 10%. I wouldn't want to say 90%, 90 I'm fine and 10%. It's those brewing moments of anger, hostility. And that is when the adrenaline and the cortisol build up that anxiety uh, reaction. And that is when, you know, I, I realize that I am being more reactive because I don't want to transition out of my safe space into going some, into something that could be unpredictable, there could be unknowns, there could be a bunch of variables, there could be a bunch of just things that I can't control or don't, I can't put my, my 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 hands to a crystal ball and predict the future so it's kind of hard to understand that you know you have to get you have to get out and you have I, and i get the point of having to get out and i know that for me mentally that being isolated is not a is not a healthy either and you know i have my safe spots that i do but i think the fact is is that i have to understand that it's not so much that I hate things. And I think for so long as 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 I adulted, as I was coming of age and even as you know I became independent, I think we off as therapy in a therapeutic relationship, I think when when things would trigger my anxiety to even be worse than what they are today, you know, when we call, go into full-blown meltdowns and full-blown aggressive fits and having reaction with family even in early years, I think we oftentimes related it in the therapeutic sense as to not as to something at, at a certain uh, venue, at a certain event that was unpredictable or out of or unable to be or we didn't know or we, we didn't control things. That 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 those things were you know hard for me to understand and to have a sense of grasp of control on my end and to understand what was really going to happen in the course of that event and that I was going to be safe and I was going to be accepted and that I was going to be fine and that I wasn't going to mentally react or be sensory overloaded too much that I couldn't control my emotions. And I do have to say that I have controlled my emotions over the past since at least I haven't had a public meltdown, a public meltdown saying in, in general public in 10 years, I have not had a, a program meltdown in over almost over a year. And, you know, I, I never really had a family meltdown, you know, since that time period. So I think the sense, you know, of realizing that I can better cope with my emotions better. I'm using better defense mechanisms and coping techniques in the course of knowing how to deal with overload. and. Of course, when I come home, I do recharge uh, from overload. And, you know, it's, it's and when things don't go our way, sometimes we get a little upset, we get a little angry. Um, you know, when things don't go according to the way we want to do them, yes, we get angry. And sometimes we have a hard time accepting them because we don't have control of them. But I think the part, the, and that's and it's part of what ties into the, um, you know, the transition piece of getting, of not knowing is you're constantly, Second guessing, you're constantly worrying if something is going to happen that is going to uproot your flow of, of activity 
to where you know something may go wrong, something not may not happen the wrong way. You know, for example, uh, today you know I had to run some errands after work, and my mother was picking up, and you know we didn't do things the way I wanted to do them. Like I wanted her to come into my home and look at the at the stuff I had to offer her, and then but she wanted to do it the other way and go shop first, then come back. And you know that kind of threw me off for a minute because that's not the way that I wanted to do it. But you know, if you look at that person 10, 12 years ago, and I would probably go ballistic. But now I'm at the point where okay, we can go shop, we can go get dinner, I can bring it back here. You can look for what you need, get your stuff and go home and do what you're shopping you need to do. It's perfectly fine. It's not that bad. Now it's taken me a long time, and I am in my mid 30s my late 30s. I hate me saying that, but I am in my late 30s now to where I understand that it's okay to do those things. And you know that you know sometimes we have to be flexible with our schedules. But the point of what transitioning, it's not so much the little transitions that are unbumped or uninterrupted, or that we're not they're not with people that you know you can predict. And so somebody like my mother, I can predict and and know that you know there's no judgment, there is no sense of overburdening. But with 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 people outside of my cocoon of safety or my inner circle, as I like to call it, um, there can be a, a lot of sense of unknown or unchangeable th things that could change or many variables in the deck of cards that could, in a way, have a sense that it could cause a lot of volatility, it could cause a lot of sensory overload, a lot of issues as far as that goes. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, I don't know. I think the coming to terms with the fact that it is, it is part of the autism, that the trans, that it's not the anxiety because I don't want to quit things. And that's often what I relate to when it comes to the Sunday night scaries or the, the, the before going to work scaries. It's the fact that I just, it's always, I'm going to blame something i want to put the blame on something and want to run away from it that is when my anxiety gets into a state of flight and it wants to just i just want to get rid of it i don't want to hear any of it and i just want to run away and the real problem is is the fact that i don't want to have to uproot what i where i feel safe in my cocoon of safety and then have to back out of it and and, and the fact is Maybe the night before, that's where I struggle the most, is understanding that I have to change my routine. I have to go to bed early. I have to uh, take, I mean, I take my medicine, but I have to take it at a prescribed time. I have to go to bed at a prescribed hour. And, you know, then I have to get up. And and for yesterday, today, I, you know, I may be understanding that a little better. I did get up on time today, and I did not have a barrier with that. I was up, I was showered. I was able to do things I do, and I followed pretty much within routine. I was even outside for transportation a little early this morning, and I'm pretty proud of that myself. So hopefully, maybe that's the solving that it's, it is the autism, and that, ever, that autistic people do struggle, and it's not even autistic people in general. I'm learning more and more that it's neurodiverse people. They struggle with transitioning. They have trouble transitioning, and I'm, I'm no victim to that either. So, you know, I think that's the thing. Like, I, I have to understand that it's it's not so much the anxiety or the fear. It's the fear. It is the fear. It is the adrenaline. It is the cortisol. It is all building up into that anxiety and fear and wanting to run away from it. 
But in reality, when I get up in the morning, I'm fine and I want to go and I want to start a good day. And I, for the most part, I try to have a good day. Yes, I have moments I get, you know, I second guess things, but that's the autism. It's a part of life. You know, you're going to, I guess it's just understating more and more what is a part of autism and what is just nonsense, um, you know, irrational thoughts, you know, uh, rumination, those sort of things that anxiety, that comorbidity of anxiety comes into play. And I think more and more understanding that the transitions are a part of being autistic and that they're always going to be there no matter what. And that I need to work on the proper coping mechanisms and the proper defense mechanisms in order to survive uh, my battle and fighting my way through the transitions. For example, last night I realized that, and you know, I realized my thoughts were starting to build up, and you know, and I realized it was good enough time to take my medicine and go to bed, and I did, and I'm glad I did now because I know that really pays off in the long run. So, I, you know, I think that's the, the, the crux of it is understanding that transitions are, are, are in autistic people, but they are, they, they, and they're, they're neurodivergent people too, but, but they, they interact differently among one person. My personal experience with transitions is the fact that it is more building up of anxiety and fearing the move, fearing leaving the cocoon of safety. Other people may experience a difference, but that is how I experience it. So I want to thank you for listening tonight. As always, be sure to uh, like and subscribe for more content. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest at Dustin's Dynasty. I'm on the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com. I have a link tree. My handle is Dustin's Dynasty. And um, I'm on TikTok, and I've been really getting back at it once things have started to calm down in the seas. And that handle is Dustin's Dynasty ASD. It is also mirrored to a YouTube channel. I want to thank you again for listening. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and do something good for yourself this weekend. Have a good day. Bye for now.